0: And CEO of Tech Alpharetta. And this is our podcast series, Driving Innovation, where we explore the people and companies driving innovation in the city of Alpharetta. And today I'd like to welcome our podcast guest, Valerie Mackey, founder and CEO of Right Now Solutions. Valerie, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, it's great to have you here. So, Fortune 100 leader yes. turned entrepreneur. Yes. Very successful entrepreneur. It's a great story, and what a journey. It has been. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you started your career as as what? Industrial engineer. I was.
1: I have an industrial engineer degree and and started that for a little while and decided tech was my path and switched over.
0: And so your career began at EY, is that right? Yes,
1: yes. EY many years ago um, as a consultant and kind of went through the traveling consulting ranks for several years.
0: Uh-huh. and
1: enjoyed it, learned a lot, did a lot of cutting-edge technology, and then decided it's time to get off the road.
0: Okay, and from there you went to Coke, Coca-Cola, Correct. right? Right here in Atlanta. So I came home,
1: um, you know, been at EY for so many years. I was still living here in Atlanta, but was only here on the weekends. Right. And wanted to find a company in Atlanta where I could build a career and what better place than the Coca-Cola company? So
0: Absolutely. So spent many years there. And what was your role there at Coca-Cola? Um, I was a what they
1: called a global solutions leader. And what that meant was I had responsibility for the technology solutions to enable our business functions. So, um for me in particular, I was responsible for like our human resources systems, our legal, sustainability, public affairs. So a lot of the enterprise functions, working with our uh clients across the globe so over the 200 countries
0: 200 countries that is a huge <laughs> level of responsibility making sure all 200 con-
1: countries operate um the same way global footprint and so pretty interesting role pretty busy around the clock
0: I would imagine so so you had a team where so there was a lot of travel involved in in that as well since it was global It was interesting travel
1: um so I had a team in the Philippines so I went to the Philippines okay. a bit and In Africa, um, Ukraine. Um, So really interesting travels, Um, Chile, Brazil, I mean, we, Mexico. So a lot of teams in a lot of different places. It was really great. I love the diversity of going to the different places and working with the teams.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and so what would you say were uh, some of your biggest learnings from your time at Coke?
1: (sighs) Wow, Um, I learned that Diverse people, I said, like, like working around the globe, can bring so many different perspectives, and it really takes a diverse mindset and diverse thoughts to give the best solution. Um, so those were the things. I mean, it was a, it's an amazing brand. So um, I learned a little bit about branding and, and marketing right. a bit. Tried to take those skills away, um, but I increased my you know leadership skills, definitely a breadth of technology skills, and just the relationships there. It's a relationship company. So understanding the value of relationships and building people up.
0: Wow, what a great opportunity. And somewhere along the line there, you, you got married, you had kids as well, so That's you right. were doing the, doing the juggle. Yes,
1: <laughs> which is a juggle yes. and still a juggle. Yes, um, absolutely. It will always be.
0: Yes. Yes, I did. And so would you say you've always had entrepreneurial leanings or did, did those desires bubble up somewhere along, along the line in your career journey? It definitely bubbled up. That
1: wasn't the career path for me. So I, I intended to climb the corporate ladder and right. be in the C-suite and, and the traditional path. I mean, that was kind of my aspirations was to be at a corporate C-suite. Um, now, my father is an entrepreneur, so I, I had it in my blood, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't my path, I, I didn't think. Um, but yeah, he was franchise owner of a Sears store, and so I kind of had saw him do the entrepreneur and always having to be on because right. it's yours. Um, and even vacation. So I'm like, hmm, that looks a little consuming. Um, yes. But then as I was at Coke, they had this really nice um, entrepreneurship program, commercialization program to okay. ha- help tech startups. And they asked me to be a part of that. And so in helping those tech startups and, and then they tapped me to run a, a youth entrepreneurship program where oh, I wow. helped youth and young adults with tech skills and entrepreneurship skills and and trying to get them going into that path of understanding you can have a career or you can have you know entrepreneurship and that kind of got me bubbling like wait a minute this whole entrepreneurship thing that I'm talking to them about is pretty pretty cool why don't I try it (laughs) okay Um, and so really that's what started it is actually being a part of corporate, but helping tech startups or helping with entrepreneurship skills and deciding this is something I wanted to pursue. So five years ago, I decided this is my time. Let me try to go out and kind of push the needle into things I felt that were really important to me.
0: And you make that sound like an easy decision. Was it an easy decision? There's always a lot of risk inherent in going from corporate to entrepreneurship.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, because, um, you know, you you're on someone else's dime right? you're in someone's company and you're trying things and doing things on someone else's dime. Right. And you, you so know you've got a paycheck. That was coming in. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get paid and, and you had other things, wonderful you know, bonuses and everything else that came along with right. that corporate environment. And on your own, I mean, if you don't sell, if you don't make something happen, then you don't eat. And then, you know, I grew a team. So I have a, a wonderful team and I have to make sure their family, you know, has a meal and a place to stay as well right and so it's right. yeah, a so, responsibility now. <laughs> it's a huge responsibility oh yeah um so no it, it definitely was not a decision that i could take lightly and it hasn't been an easy journey at all um but rewarding the work that we do makes it very very rewarding so it was a risk and uh, but i'm glad i like took the chance
0: now tell me a little bit about, about right now solutions and, and what you're focused on as a company.
1: Sure. Um, so right now solutions is more of a talent development firm. We work with organizations to see what their priorities are. And then we align our learning experiences to make sure the people are equipped to handle these priorities in their roadmap. Okay. So we want the companies to be successful and kind of win this war on talent. But yeah. we want the people to be successful and so they can thrive and move up their career ladder. Um, It's been really interesting. A lot of my focus and you mentioned Coca-Cola when I was there, I wanted to see um, more people kind of grow through a technology industry. We tend to a lot of industries, um, a lot of technology tend to have more upper level and thought leaders um, and from very specific schools. And I wanted to see a more diverse uh, group of folks in technology in particular and so, about 50% of our business works with nonprofits and the community, economic development, to create workforce development programs to help more non traditional talent get into corporate.
0: And so, is that uh, tech training programs primarily, certification programs? Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, we would run, you know, maybe a four month program where
1: they get technology skills, and that can range anything mm-hmm. from web development to Salesforce, to Cisco, to AWS, to cloud computing. And so we've been very fortunate to, to form uh, partnerships with the educational arms of a lot of companies, AWS, Cisco, Palo Alto, right. VMware, and so forth. And so we can get people credentialed in those areas. But what I also saw, what I learned from Coke was some of the things that made people successful or not wasn't actually the technology skills. Right. It was a professional development.
0: It yeah, was the, that's the soft, soft skills. skills, right? It's and huge. I, it's,
1: that was huge, yes. right? So, and, you know, we say soft skills, and I really think it's like the essential skill it, Right, it, it's not so soft at all. Like, <laughs> right, I, yeah,
0: I know. I'm not sure that's the right term, but it's got it, That's
1: the one that sticks. But So everything we do, we make sure we do the technology, but also weave into many hours of the professional development because I felt like that was a barrier. That was what kept people from... Getting in the door right. and definitely from being promoted. And we do that. And because, like I said, we work with non traditional, meaning um, veterans, or you don't have a degree because you didn't have access and opportunity right. at the time, or you have a degree and mm-hmm. it didn't work out, or you end up doing something different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it could be adults of any age. And a lot of times, what we see is we are able to, within that four months or whatever, double and triple people's salary.
0: Which is just life changing it for is. them, it right?
1: Is. It's huge. Yeah. So we do financial literacy too, because we want them to not get this and you know blow through it, but right. understand,
0: learn to manage what it, it.
1: Means exactly. Yeah. And so that yeah. that helps us every day know why we come to work at right well, now. Solutions. What a purpose!
0: Um, yeah, a real sense of purpose because you are changing people's lives.
1: That's what we help.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so nonprofits and other organizations, and then. Um, Do you also provide any services to enterprise companies, for example?
1: Exactly. Um, Just like we were talking about with the organizations and their priorities, we're looking at that saying, hey, we could come in and reskill the folks that you have so that you don't have to actually restructure out. We can just reskill up and making sure that they have whatever capabilities you need that's along your roadmap, because technology does change. yeah. And so right. people have to be reskilled, yeah. And so yeah. we work with, with the it. organizations to keep those people where they need to be. And sometimes it's the tech skills, sometimes it's the emotional intelligence skills, sometimes it's management skills, okay. sometimes it's leadership skills. Right. How do you communicate with my team? So whatever those capabilities are in yeah. the enterprise that we need to help them with to make sure their organization runs smoothly, That's exactly what we come in to do.
0: And I would think that there's, well, there's probably always demand, but especially with today's uh, talent wars and everybody looking for a skilled workforce, that there must be a tremendous demand for that kind of upskilling training within a company.
1: Yeah, it it is um, a big need because even if you look at the other programs that we run from the community, those folks are coming from somebody's company. Right. <laughs> so why not just have it inside of your own company and whether yeah. that's somebody that was doing, um, you know, mainframe and now we're doing training them on cloud computing sure. or they're a database administrator. And now we're training them on, you know, whatever the enterprise solution is. Or if that was a person at the in customer service. Yeah. That was a high potential and really kind of killing it in customer service. Yeah. Well, that person may have a niche that they can do or somebody in supply chain and somebody in the warehouse. May actually be ready to kind of step up and do another role, um, and giving those folks a shot, which means a lot to people with career. I mean, it, it instills some morale
0: mm-hmm. that you oh, will have yes. an
1: employee that is so committed to your organization because you've been committed to them, right? Right, um, right. And
0: you've and you're giving them these opportunities them. by exactly. investing in them, right? So exactly. it's kind of a win-win then for for the company and the employee in those situations. That's what we think. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love what you're doing,
1: uh, and we do too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the, so in enterprises, we also are trying, you know, making sure there's an alliance because there's so many different places. You have people in the community, like we said, the non-traditional talent. Right. We have people from the colleges. So we work with colleges oh, to okay. help them as well. So there's a feeder from the colleges. We go in and we do a lot around um, with the college students. How do you kind of navigate this corporate
0: landscape? And we do a lot okay, with some business skills,
1: business skills,
0: because you have your degree. Because but it doesn't you don't have any for the No, rarely, rarely. So what
1: I also saw is people came from college, but were still, you know, kind of walking around on their phone, on whatever video platform, be it FaceTime right. or Duo or whatever. And that's not appropriate,
0: right? No. So, no. But they don't Nobody's know. ever told them that. They've never <laughs> been in that environment. So we yeah. work
1: with uh, colleges to make sure they understand. We work with them to make sure they're ready for their interviews. Okay. We do a lot of video recorded interviews for them so they can see themselves and yeah. we talk through their process of, of how to do a great interview so they can land the right job.
0: Right, right. Wow. So what plans for the future for the company? Do you think uh, you want to continue to grow to enter? Do you want to grow to enterprise level? You want to, you know, stay mid-market? Do you want to exit ultimately? What What's the long-term plan here?
1: The long-term plan is to to scale and, and mm-hmm. do this at a, at, a, at a larger level. Now, we do work with midsize and um, enterprise level right. um, companies. Like next week, we have a retreat, a, a leadership retreat, actually, for okay. the, the CIO and his directs. Um, and so we are doing a lot to help with enterprise and help raise capabilities. Like I said, whatever level it is, we're, we're really trying to work with companies. Um, but to do more in the space of helping companies keep their people right. and reskill in, internally, is something we want to make sure we do. And, um, but we love kind of the nonprofit world. Like I always love nonprofit world and kind of economic development. Yeah. Um, but we really do want to look at, because this war on talent is so big and companies are, are really struggling yes. with turnover right now and recruitment right. right now, we do see a really big opportunity to help companies think through what their career development paths are going to be for yeah. people within their
0: companies. Right. Which is, I would think, something that they hadn't necessarily thought through in the past Well, it was um, to, easy to, to map that people. out. Yeah.
1: yeah, <laughs> It was easy to hire and, and right. get a new person. It's not that. That market is really tough. And so now I think working with them through a strategy of how do we do that and diversify and really create a culture where people want to be. And yeah. that was another thing we did, too, a, a few years ago is, you know, we, we train a lot of talent so we can kind of Diversify people's organizations, but we need to make sure that we work with the organizations to make sure they have an environment that is inclusive,
0: right? And that there's full a buy-in. place of belonging.
1: Yes. Right? So if because we can do all the preparing in the world, yeah. But if your policies at your companies don't align with making sure you have the environment that people feel like they're included, yeah, then we. have you know, us trying to go around and boost equity and education doesn't matter. Uh, exactly. And that is uh, working with folks and companies through their um, DEI strategies and, and programs they have in place to make sure they create those environments. Um, also, it seems like it's a whole lot more that we're doing. but uh, uh, You're, but you're doing are, a tremendous amount. Is, is, that is has been a heavy space for us in the past yeah, several years, too, I can is imagine. making sure we work with um, diversity, equity, inclusion.
0: Right. And... You live in Alpharetta, your company's based in Alpharetta. Tell me, why Alpharetta? Well, because I do live in Alpharetta. (laughs) (laughs) And even thinking from a a
1: legacy perspective, I've been here for, you know, 10 years now. And my kids are here and I'm very involved in their school. So even in their elementary school, I was involved in their PTA and they're in high school now and I'm involved in their PTSO. And um, so working with young people and making sure there's a, a place where they can go. Yeah. And Al- Alpharetta is growing. There's so many companies here. I mean, I'm, it's right in my backyard. Why would I have to go anywhere else? There's so many tech companies here. So true. There's a lot of folks that I feel like right now solutions can help in the Alpharetta area. We do Absolutely. have. You know, it, the talent is here. It's growing. So I want to be a part of my community. I'm a part of. The tech Alpharetta. Yes, yes,
0: we're glad you joined our board recently.
1: <laughs> so happy to be on the Tech Alpharetta board and actually being able to just see what we can do to provide value to our community.
0: That's wonderful. Last question for you, I'm curious. Um, what impact, if any, has, has the pandemic had on your business?
1: I thought at the beginning it was gonna really uh, be a damper on our um, business because we do a lot of training and a lot of coaching um, in person.
0: Right. That used to be all in person. Right. Exactly.
1: So I was in the car riding around every day to whatever client and, yeah. you know, going and doing even in the evening. So we do evening sessions. We do daytime. Sessions, right. Always going somewhere. Um, and I will say at the beginning, it was troubling because people were counseling stuff, counseling sessions. We would have That's a little you know, leadership retreats and they were counseling and, and, you know, people were counseling things that we had already booked up. Um, but then. You know, it was more. Hey, we can do this virtually, right? Yeah. And so then the world of virtual came, and then instead of having just these classes in in you know the Metro Atlanta area, we would have people join our sessions from Arizona and Texas and California. And so you know now we are doing, and now we're doing more um, like consumer where we usually work with organizations, you can go on our website and and you can um, take classes. If you want to get web development or you want to get Scrum or Six Sigma, we're doing it directly with the consumer. And that consumer can be from anywhere.
0: Right. So now you have a national business.
1: Exactly. So now it really has helped us do what we want to do without limits. So I'm actually thankful. (laughs) Good. There's a great (laughs) silver lining for the business in this for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Valerie, I know we're about out of time here. So first, I just want to congratulate you on building this successful company and and a company with a purpose, an inspiring purpose. That's really moving the needle and making a difference.
1: Thank you. And
0: uh, and thanks for taking the time to share with us today.
1: Well, I was glad to be here. And thank you again for having me
0: and for having me a part of Tech Alpharetta. I love Absolutely. It. Thanks. <laughs>